Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Nathan Fox, that's Ben Olson. We're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. We've got an email here from Carlos. Good evening. I want to spend the time I have studying effectively, and I want the highest score I can possibly achieve. Okay. Good. Sounds good. Since my own effort to increase my practice, LSAT scores are not to my standard, and since discovering the demon this month, which is March, I am wanting to do what is best for me and recommended by this class. Okay. I took three practice LSATs with Khan Academy. I scored 138 and last month 145. However, I know I am capable of so much more. Since I started using the demon, I took to heart the growth mindset and have reviewed the wrong questions and explanations after I received my results. Oh, that's a win right there. Yep. Just going for, I mean, it's so, it's something we say so frequently that I just assume people would be doing that. Yeah. But to hear like, oh, you weren't reviewing the wrong questions and now you are. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a game changer. So n- congratulations. I review until I understand what my mistake was. I am not ready to take an official LSAT. This is my first step to my legal career and I need to be ready. Please advise on how to use my time effectively and better my mind for this test. I'll invest my time, budget, and mind. Sorry, my time? Yeah. My time, budget, and mind towards what is best for me based on your recommendation moving forward. Wow. I I think you're already headed in the right direction by reviewing the questions you got wrong. You're going to want to focus on drilling, timed sections, and occasionally, maybe once every two weeks, a practice test or once a month. Mm -hmm. But I would give, and this is something I'm stealing from you, Nathan, but I would give your best hour or two to the LSAT every day. Yep. And that's the best way to use your time. And then, you know, don't worry about managing the rest of your time perfectly. (laughs) Nope, just you gotta find live. The be- yeah. Yeah. Just find your time, the best time for the LSAT, give it to the LSAT, and then enjoy the rest of your life so that when you come back to the LSAT, you're recharged and ready to kill it. Yeah. I want to talk about reviewing a little bit. I know I say this stuff a lot, but it's uh, not everybody quite gets the message. But when you're reviewing your mistakes and when you're looking at those explanations, I want you to remember that it took two mistakes to miss that question. I, I've, I'm finding that really frequently, at least. <laughs> yeah, at least two mistakes to miss the yeah. question. Yeah. Uh, frequently people focus on the right answer. Like, well, that's the right answer. Why is that answer right? And that's good because you do need to understand why the right answer is right. It answers that's the question. That's one of your mistakes. <laughs> Sometimes it perfectly, I mean, actually frequently the right answer just perfectly answers the question, right? I mean, there'll be, it'll be a weakened question and the correct answer just fucking destroys the argument or it'll be a strengthened question and the correct answer is a sufficient assumption of the argument. It's like, well, it's not possible to have a better answer than that. So yeah, that's the fucking answer. Yeah. But people then I think sometimes neglect you know, it's like the answer key tells them that that's the answer. So they get, they really look at that answer, but then they don't look at the answer they picked. And that's the other mistake that you have to be uh, reviewing. Like that wrong answer. Why is it 
conclusively wrong. And it has nothing to do with the correct answer. It's not like, well, because the correct answer is there, that's why this answer yeah. is wrong. Nah, yeah. that answer is wrong. It does not answer the question. It might be the exact opposite of the correct answer, or it might be something that's just a whiff, you know, just kind of irrelevant and doesn't do what you need to do for this particular question. So just make sure that you're looking at at least two mistakes for every question you miss. Again, why is the right answer right? And why didn't you pick it? That's one of your mistakes. Why is the wrong answer wrong? And why did you pick it? That's the other mistake. And as long as you're yeah. thoroughly digging into both of those mistakes, I mean, not to mention the foundational mistake that you might have made up front, which is you just didn't read the question carefully enough. Like either something you misunderstood in the argument or in the passage or misunderstood a rule in the game or whatever. Like that's a different mistake where it's just like, hey, you forgot that this is always a reading comprehension test first. And if you don't comprehend what you read, you are not going to get the questions right. So you've got to make sure that that's all sorted out. But yeah, why is the right answer right? And why didn't you pick it? Why is the wrong answer wrong? And why did you pick it? And that's how you're really going to learn the maximum from every one of your mistakes, Carlos. Sounds like he's doing everything right, though. Yeah, keep it up. Nice job. Thanks for writing in. Email daily at lsaddemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 